Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 207 of the podcast. And on this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about 76ers coach Doc Rivers because the 76ers have been eliminated in the second round of the playoffs for the second straight season. And a lot of people think the biggest problem on that team is James Harden and his future with the team. I think their big problem is the man at the helm, head coach Doc Rivers. For as bad as Harden is in the postseason, he's had more recent playoff success than Rivers, and it pains me to utter those words. I used to believe Doc Rivers was the very best head coach in the entire NBA back when he was with the Boston Celtics. In nine seasons with the Celtics, Rivers had a 416-305 record, won the NBA title in 2008, and made the finals again in 2010, losing in a heartbreaking Game 7 to the Lakers, and he made the conference finals in 2012. There were big expectations for the Celtics with the big three, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen, and Rivers exceeded those expectations. A lot of people in hindsight look back at the big three era of KG, Pierce, and Allen and say they should have won more titles. I find this analysis to be ridiculous. These three players were not going to have a long run of success. They were already in their early 30s, so for them to go to two titles and go to a third Eastern Conference Finals in five years together, I find that to be extremely successful. And I, like many Celtics fans, was devastated when Doc Rivers left the team for the LA Clippers, where he was both the head coach and president of basketball operations, and while there coached a lot of talented players, Chris Paul, arguably the best point guard of his era, Blake Griffin, a very skilled big man, Kawhi Leonard, a defensive player of the year who turned into an offensive juggernaut later on in his career. Paul George, a two-way player. DeAndre Jordan, a guy who won Defensive Player of the Year. Jamal Crawford and Lou Williams, two of the best six men of all time. And J.J. Redick, one of the best three-point shooters I've ever seen. And despite all that talent, Rivers never went further than the second round of the playoffs with the Clippers and blew two three-to-one series leads in the postseason. First in 2015 to the Houston Rockets, which had James Harden, and again in 2020 to the Nikola Jokic-led Denver Nuggets. I mean, if you look back at his time with the Clippers, he had two chances. He had a second chance to redeem himself after not winning a title with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. He was given another, maybe even better elite duo in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and couldn't get the job done. When he had Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, you could say, well, those were guys who had never won a title. He had Kawhi Leonard, who at that point had won twice with the San Antonio Spurs and the Toronto Raptors. Then right after being let go by the Clippers, Rivers is picked to replace Brett Brown as coach of the 76ers, and it's been a bumpy ride so far. Last season, they lose, and I think he wrongfully put the blame on Ben Simmons, and now this season, halfway through, they make a big trade for James Harden, and the supposed star duo of Embiid, the guy many think should have won MVP, and Harden, a former MVP, lose in the second round of the playoffs. And my issue with Rivers and the Sixers is it seems like he wants to have it both ways. Recently at a press conference, he said when he got to the team, 
they were going nowhere. When he got to the team, they had Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. People thought that this was going to be the next elite duo in the NBA. He was brought in to make them an elite duo. He can't say they were nothing when he got there. They were supposed to have already lived up to their potential. He was brought in to make them a contender. So when he doesn't do that, the blame goes on him. People were saying that Embiid and Harden were going to be the next Shaq and Kobe. That did not end up happening. Maybe it will happen later on. I doubt it, but it didn't happen. There were expectations on this team whether Rivers wants to admit it or not. The 76ers are no longer that young basketball team. We're all waiting to finally figure it out. Their time to win is very small right now. Joel Embiid is about to enter his 30s. He doesn't have a 10-year run of dominance we're about to see. He's going to peak at some point. The 76ers have a short championship window and time is running out. In nine seasons as the head coach of the Boston Celtics, Doc Rivers went to the conference finals three times. Since leaving the team, he has been to the conference finals zero times in 12 seasons. He's no longer a top five coach in the NBA. He's living off of his past success. And listen, this isn't me saying Doc Rivers should no longer be a head coach in the NBA. I just feel like he should not be the coach of a team with championship expectations. His best coaching job of the last 12 seasons was the year he coached Shea Gillisley Alexander in 2018. That Clippers team had no pressure to be title contenders and he won 48 games and made the playoffs. That was the last time I was impressed with Rivers as a coach. And that is the type of team Doc Rivers should coach. A team with a young star and no pressure to win a title. Rivers would be an excellent fit in Charlotte with LaMelo Ball. He's still a very good regular season coach. It's the postseason that has become his ultimate crutch. Rivers himself seems tired of the constant pressure to win. Watch any of his press conferences and you'll see a man who is sick of talking about his lack of recent playoff success. He's also unwilling to take the brunt of the blame when his teams lose. When asked about his job security after losing to the Heat, Rivers said he thinks he's doing a terrific job. That's a man that's defensive. And earlier this postseason, Rivers seemed to make excuses for why he's blown three, three to one playoff series leads. He said he wants the media to tell the whole story when talking about his free playoff collapses. He wants you to know the context of each, how the magic were an 8 seed that blew a 3-1 to series lead to the number 1 seeded Pistons. And then in 2015, he says Chris Paul was injured. And the only one he takes blame for is in 2020. This was during the first round of the playoffs. He's explaining away his past failures. I've never seen anything like this from a current head coach. Rivers as a head coach just comes with too much baggage to be a coach of a team with championship expectations. This is a man who is clearly haunted by his past as an NBA head coach. He can no longer be relied to be the coach of a team that is expected to make the NBA Finals because he hasn't done so since 2010. All we do is bring up James Harden's failures in the postseason. I think we need to start doing it with Doc Rivers. Even though he has an NBA title, things are not going his way recently, especially with all of these teams 
teams that have the pressure to win NBA championships, and he didn't even come close. He'll say things like Ben Simmons is not a championship point guard, and he'll blame Paul George for the Clippers' collapse, but it seems like Doc Rivers is no longer looking in the mirror for why things are not going his way recently in the NBA, and I think that's the absolute worst quality to be an NBA head coach. When you lose in the postseason in a bad way, you're supposed to cover for your guys. I don't care if Ben Simmons was the worst player in the NBA postseason last year. I don't care. When things go wrong for him, you back him up and you say, he's my guy. That is your job. And when Doc Rivers failed to do that, he lost me as a fan of his, at least for this moment. And I'm not saying I wanted Doc Rivers to lie to me and tell me Ben Simmons is a great basketball player. No, I wanted him to do what a head coach in the NBA should do, take the fall. And it seems like that's the one thing that Doc Rivers is unwilling to do. And if you're going to not show up in the postseason, you've got to do that. Or guess what? We're going to hold you accountable, especially if we sense that you're not going to hold yourself accountable. The last two times Doc Rivers has been hired, it was to replace pretty good coaches in Vinny Del Negro with the Clippers and Brett Brown with the 76ers. He was brought into already established teams to win a title and he hasn't come anywhere near close to doing so. Look at the talent he's coached these past 12 years. Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons. These are all stars and in some cases future Hall of Famers. Modestly, you could say Rivers should have won at least one title coaching that amount of talent. And yes, you could say he was up against LeBron and the Warriors during this decade or so, but at the very least, he should have made the conference finals a few times. Monty Williams coached an older Chris Paul to the NBA Finals last year with a Phoenix Suns team that didn't have half the talent that was on those Clippers teams. Yes, maybe Chris Paul learned from his past playoff failures, but I think that's a mark against Doc Rivers that Chris Paul was able to make the NBA Finals at 36 years old, but wasn't able to in his prime with a loaded Clippers roster. Injured or not, at some point that Clippers team should have figured it out. For me, Doc Rivers has become the NBA equivalent to Kentucky head coach John Calipari, a guy who as a head coach has one title despite coaching some of the most talented basketball players ever. For Calipari, he's coached Marcus Camby, Derrick Rose, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, Jamal Murray, Bam Adebayo, Devin Booker, Shea Gillisley Alexander, the list goes on and on. Pros after pros he's coached is endless and he only has won March Madness once his entire career, the same number of NBA Finals that Doc Rivers has won once. Yet, the media covers these two coaches like they're two of the all-time greats and guess what? They're not. They are very good coaches, but you cannot put them on the list of the all-timers. For as good of a case you could make for Doc Rivers being a Hall of Fame coach, you could make the equally compelling argument that he's not one. The best modern basketball coaches have all won multiple titles, including Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, Greg Popovich. As much as I like Doc Rivers as a coach, he's not in that class of coach. In 2006, the Miami Heat replaced Stan Van Gundy, a good, not great coach with Pat Riley, and Pat 
Pat Riley got the job done. He won another NBA title with Dwayne Wade and Shaq. Doc Rivers replaced Vinny Del Negro. Didn't win a title. Doc Rivers replaced Brett Brown and has yet to win an NBA title. Yet he was brought in to do that very thing. And there was all that chatter that LeBron James wants Doc Rivers to be his head coach. Like, I just don't understand the NBA's fascination with Doc Rivers anymore. I totally understood it 10 years ago when he was the best coach in the league. He is not the best coach in the league. He falls under pressure. He is the exact opposite guy I want coaching a team that is about to make a playoff run. He's going to do everything I don't want a coach to do in the postseason. He's going to make excuses when they fail. He's not going to take the blame. And most likely, if I bring him back next season, the team isn't going to get any better. The 76ers are bringing back Doc Rivers, and I heard Stephen A. Smith say this on ESPN, that he thinks one of the reasons that the Sixers can't fire Doc Rivers is because Daryl Morey traded for James Harden. Do I agree with the analysis that that was a terrible trade? That Daryl Morey banking his entire career as an executive on James Harden is maddening. Yes, I agree with all of that, but that doesn't take away from the fact that if you want a guy to win the big games as a head coach in the NBA, right now, that guy should not be Doc Rivers. You cannot rely on Doc Rivers to get you to the promised land, and that is where the 76ers are trying to go. The 76ers can live in a dreamland where they wish they had Jimmy Butler instead of Ben Simmons, where they wish they had Jimmy Butler instead of James Harden. If I were a 76ers fan, the one thing I would want for my organization right now is for Doc Rivers to not be my head coach. I'm not even saying the 76ers should have made the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm just saying that Doc Rivers' lack of accountability for this 12-year run of playoff disasters is maddening, and I only think it's going to get worse. Let's say the 76ers make a splash trade this offseason. Let's say they trade for Bradley Beal. That's a rumor that's out there that Joel Embiid wants to play with Bradley Beal. Let's say they get Bradley Beal, and then they lose in the second round of the postseason next year. Is Doc Rivers still going to say he's done a terrific job? When is Doc Rivers going to be accountable for the fact that he has not done a very good job these past 12 years of coaching in the postseason? I think him talking about his past playoff failures at a press conference during the current postseason is a distraction to his current basketball team. I don't see this situation getting any better. I think the more years he coaches this team, the worse it's going to get because at some point, this team is going to have actual expectations to be a title contending team. And the last thing I want from Doc Rivers when they don't reach those expectations is for him to blame Joel Embiid and James Harden. He needs to take accountability. He is the head coach of an NBA basketball team. Yes, you can think that the blame should be on them, but you need to take the blame because you're the coach. That's how this works. I really think the saddest thing about Doc Rivers' career after winning with the Big Free has been his failure to replicate that success with other star duos. He had Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. They could never figure it out. They never felt like a duo. I don't care about Lob City. They never felt like an actual duo. The same with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and now Embiid and James Harden. That's what's so frustrating about Doc Rivers is he was able 
able to get those three stars to come together and win. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. And he has not been able to do that with other stars. The only ones of his former players who are out there defending Doc Rivers are former Celtics players. I don't think Chris Paul looks back fondly at his time with Doc Rivers as his head coach. The same with Blake Griffin, Kawhi Leonard, and especially Paul George. And I know Ben Simmons does not like Doc Rivers right now. That's the other thing that's maddening about Doc Rivers is it seems like he does not get along with the modern NBA stars like he used to. Rajon Rondo loved Doc Rivers. Yes, they went back and forth. They got into arguments, but Doc Rivers got the best out of Rajon Rondo, and he has not done so with these current NBA stars. And let me be absolutely clear. This is a knock on Doc Rivers, not those star players. Chris Paul, again, has been to the NBA Finals at 36 years old, not with Doc Rivers. James Harden has been to the Conference Finals, not with Doc Rivers. Paul George has been to the Conference Finals, not with Doc Rivers. Kawhi Leonard has won two NBA championships, not with Doc Rivers. What's the commonality of all of these players not succeeding in the NBA postseason? Is when Doc Rivers is their head coach, they're winning in other places, not with Doc Rivers. There was a time period when we were all questioning Doc Rivers as an executive for the Clippers. He was building the roster and we were all saying he was one of the worst general managers in all of basketball. Now I'm questioning him as a head coach of a basketball team with actual expectations. Again, I think the best thing for Doc Rivers' career moving forward, for him to coach a small market team with zero playoff expectations. He needs a break. He needs a break from talking about his past playoff failures. He needs a break from star players who are veterans. He needs to coach a young team with a young star again. Charlotte would be the perfect fit for Doc Rivers to be the NBA head coach of. I know that sounds crazy. I know Doc Rivers has the cachet. He's won a title. He's won coach of the year. He's had a lot of success in the NBA, but he is not the guy right now I want leading a team that is going to try to win an NBA championship. And this isn't one bad year in the postseason. This isn't a small pattern. This is more than a decade of him not showing up when it matters. At some point, the coach needs to take accountability. And he did with the Clippers. He lost his job. And I thought it was a crazy idea for him to go right back into it with the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, this was a man who just blew a 3-1 to series lead against the Denver Nuggets. And the 76ers were like, we don't like Brett Brown that much that we're going to replace him with Doc Rivers. They should have gone after other candidates other than Doc Rivers. He has too much baggage. There's too much going on with Doc Rivers. I don't feel like he's invested with winning. I feel like his main priority is trying to maintain his reputation as a great basketball coach instead of being a great basketball coach. You can knock James Harden all you want and it's warranted. Harden is a bad playoff basketball player but Doc Rivers is an equally bad playoff head coach right now and I think as long as Doc Rivers is the head coach of the 76ers they will go no further than the second round of the playoffs and I have 12 years of data to back up my argument. Rivers' run with the Sixers may not end this offseason but it will in a year or two when they don't win and it may not even be all his fault but his resume also makes him the perfect fall guy for any team that underachieves in the postseason. I hope when it 
it does end with the Sixers, he either takes a break and goes into broadcasting or coaches a rebuilding team. I'm tired of talking about Doc Rivers' postseason narrative. I think we all need a break. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>